0: It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Welcome back to the, uh, you know, to, the, to the show that we're doing right now. Following the local teams, breaking down the biggest games with in-depth analysis and team interviews. There's gonna be much higher expectations, sense of awareness of what uh, we bring to the table. Join the show by calling into 435 752 1069 or text 435 339 0321. It's the full court press. Yes! Touchdown! Did I get it? Welcome back, Full Court Press. Jason Walker with you here. Mind you about Napa Auto Parts. They sponsor the uh, Above the Noise you just heard from Dan Patrick. Yeah, got to get yourself prepared for the winter. Napa Auto Parts is there to help. They got the antifreeze, fuel stabilizers, ice melt, rain x Trico silicone wiper blades, the Napa Legend and Legend Premium batteries, RV antifreeze, $4.59 a gallon. It's all there, help you with the winner. Also, don't want to forget our, our friends at Mountain West Motor. Mountain West Motor has a great selection of vehicles, they start around $20,000. You visit their website, uh, MWmotor.com, uh, for their current inventory, pricing, and you can also follow them on their Instagram for uh, current promotions and events. And they had a, an event, I believe, in September, if I remember correctly. Fun little event there. So uh, we've got our, our truncated show, as I said. We'll be uh, allowing the uh, this week in the Mountain West to play in uh, about 10, 15 minutes here. And then pregame from Skyview uh, against... Uh, I keep forgetting who they're playing because I keep confusing them with their uh, volleyball opponent. Skyview against Desert Hills. That'll be taking over uh, at 545. Now, I do have some score updates for you. I've been waiting to try and see these because the games were supposed to start at 1.30, and I assume they started around that time. But I didn't get a score update until just a couple of minutes ago. Granted, I don't know exactly when they showed up. You know, at 5 o'clock, I finally got the score updates. So from 4A Girls Volleyball, I was able to tell you a while ago that Skyview won 3-1 over Snow Canyon. Well, Green Canyon and Hurricane, the last score update I'd heard was that Green Canyon were up 2-1. to one. Well, they ended up winning 3-1 to one over Hurricane. So Green Canyon will advance to the semifinals, as will Skyview. Skyview's opponent will be Desert Hills, the, the team they're playing today in football, if that isn't confusing enough. Uh, Green Canyon's opponent will be Ridgeline. Ridgeline defeated Crimson Cliffs, also 3-1. So the semifinals for the 4A girls... Volleyball championship will be Skyview number one seed Skyview, five seed Desert Hills, and the two seed, three seed matchup between Green Canyon and Ridgeline. And that'll take place uh tomorrow. Those games will take place uh at nine thirty and eleven AM and then the championship game is scheduled to be at four thirty PM and they'll take place at Utah Valley University. Um also another score update. A lot of games going on right now on this busy high school Friday. Uh Mountain Crest and Dixie are playing right now. We're going back to high school football. And I mentioned at the end of the last segment that uh Dixie, they were third and goal from the two yard line. They ran it in, ran it right around the end, except there was a holding penalty. And I wasn't able to see the time. Uh you know, a lot of these high school streams were not technologically savvy enough to get a uh, a running clock live on the stream. Um, but it was apparently really late in the, in the first half. because was 14-14 in the second quarter. That touchdown was wiped off the board, and then Mountain Crest got a sack, and it forced, uh, you know, it was fourth down, also late in the first half, as I said. There was probably only seconds left on the clock. And Dixie attempted... Well, Amounted to, I think, a 33 yard field goal thereabouts, and they missed it. I couldn't tell if it was wide left or wide right. I watched the replay like two or three times, and I couldn't figure out if it was wide left or wide right, but it missed. That's all that mattered. And so the game is now at halftime. 14 14, the Mountain Crest Mustangs, despite being the sixth seed in a three versus six matchup, they're tied. You know, they've been able to put some points on the board. I've not been able to watch the whole game to tell you exactly how. But 14-14, so this is anybody's game going into the final two quarters. And then uh, Ridgeline, I I didn't even pull up the stream to see how Ridgeline was doing. You can do what I'm doing right now and go to cashrallydaily.com to check how that stream is going. I'm going to pull that one up. This one we have. Dave Simmons and the Patriot Nick Zollinger on the call. One o four five the Ranch. Uh, game in progress. Ten twenty three to go in the first quarter. We just got a picture of the scoreboard on ours. That's how we know what the time is. Uh, Ridgeline is up seven to zero. Uh, I'm not sure has the ball. They're they're between possessions. I think at this point. Oh, and it looks like green. Looks like Ridgeline just barely scored because they're coming out for a kickoff. So it looks like they probably scored on their very first drive. The game would have started at 5 o'clock. And they seem to have scored on their first drive to go up 7-0. Not a whole lot of time off in the uh, first quarter there. So you can go over to, again, CashValleyDaily.com, like I just barely did. I typed it in, pulled up the live stream, so you can do the very same. And uh, catch one of three football games going on today involving Region Eleven schools. So I teased this a couple of times last hour that there's a report from ESPN about the NBA ownership mulling the possibility of a salary cap or an upper spending limit is the, uh, the language that the uh, people leaking this to Adrian Wojnarowski seem to have wanted to use because all the wording says salary cap, but it's an upper spending limit. Because salary cap makes, uh, you know, the players' associations go nuts. Justifiably so. The thing about salary caps is that they decrease players, uh, you know, spending on player contracts. You know, the NFL, the salary cap hurts players in terms of the amount of money they can get. Players are actually kind of they're at a serious disadvantage with the NFL. They don't have fully guaranteed contracts. There's a salary cap. You know, all these different kind of things. The NFL has a stranglehold on its players. And in the NBA, the Players Association almost has a stranglehold on, on uh, the NBA, although not really. I mean, the NBAs are still making money hand, hand over fist. And they still have advantages over the players, certainly. But, you know, the cap in in this can certainly just be a ploy by the NBA owners. There's an upcoming CBA, you know, collective bargaining agreement negotiation, and the owners may be putting this in there to, you know, say, oh, we want this, but then they graciously remove it. And they say, okay, we'll take this out of negotiations, but you got to meet us by, you know, taking something out on your end. So it could just be a negotiating ploy suggesting a salary cap, Because the NBA Players Association would just about never stand for this. They might go on strike over this issue alone. So, but the thing is, if you're a fan, you have to want a salary cap. It's great for fans, or at least general fans of a league. Because one of the things that the NFL's salary cap has done is it's leveled the playing field. And there are other factors, too. I'm not going to attribute it solely to the NFL's salary cap. But you have to admit, it has seriously leveled the playing field. Teams have to be smart about which players they keep. They can't hoard all of their stars. They have to let some of them go. They have to choose which ones. It's usually keep the quarterback and a couple offensive stars, you know, a star pass rusher, Maybe you start and you start running low on stars you're able to keep, really quickly. You know the the Chiefs they had to let Tyree Kill go. I don't know if it's necessarily completely salary cap related, but you know he did get a giant extension once he left, and so that allowed the Dolphins to pick up a star wide receiver, and it's helping them. Dolphins are doing better this year. And so a salary cap spreads the stars around a league. And for the NBA, where stars are, you know, trying to form super teams and, you know, you're you're having a few teams controlling most of the stars, a salary cap would be a huge change to that. Because a team like the Warriors, well, they'd probably have to get rid of, they'd get rid of Andrew Wiggins, they wouldn't be able to pay Jordan Poole, and they'd probably have had to choose between keeping Clay Thompson or Draymond Green. They'd be able to have Steph Curry, probably one other star, and then they'd try and fill out the rest of their roster. And so they wouldn't be on this potential dynasty where I think they're probably going to win the NBA Finals again. So salary cap is great. Absolutely wonderful for league parity. It's not great for players, though. It's bad for them. They don't get as much money as they earn. It kind of creates a systemic lowering of player um, salaries. You know, the MLB has been accused of artificially lowering players by like just not signing players. Just everyone agreeing, don't sign this player to this contract, and then that player lowers his expectations because nobody will pay for him, and then the league, you know, the league owners are able to sign them for cheaper. That kind of thing would happen in the NBA. It's already happening in the NFL because of the salary cap, but it happens because of league rules, not because of collusion on the part of the owners. But the thing is, you know, as somebody who has to root for a small market team, I'm more in favor of, you know, a salary cap. I understand it's probably never going to happen because the, the Players Association will never go for it. I can kind of live with that. You know, the luxury tax is at least something of a deterrent, but granted, the Warriors are just flaunting that. They're just saying, we do not give one rip about the luxury tax. We're just going to keep winning. If you got an owner like that, then sure, go ahead. You'll keep winning, you know, if if you've built the right team. But it's bad for league parity. In my opinion, it's bad for the league. Because you want to have a league where, you know, in the NFL, sure there's teams that are good for stretches, but those teams will switch up. I mean, a few years ago, Patriots, Steelers, Packers, like those were your teams. Those were the teams for the Wilds. Then Peyton Manning, you know, when he was with the Broncos, we go back, you know, 10 or so years. Then you've got your few teams. Well, now Patriots are below 500. I think the Packers are also below 500. Broncos haven't been good since Peyton left. Steelers, you know, Ben Roethlisberger retired, so they haven't been, you know, Super Bowl contenders for several years. And now who is it? Well, it's the Bills. It's the Chiefs. The Rams were there for a second. They're not starting off this year super great, but they were there for a minute. You know, there's other teams that are jumping in. They're able to, and they're small market teams. You know, it's not Boston and Pittsburgh. And heck, before, you had Green Bay, who's not a small market team. They were able to jump in there. So even among you know, the, the big teams before, it wasn't always big markets. It's the way it is now. You know, Big market in L.A. was one of the teams, but you also had smaller markets in Kansas City and Buffalo. In the NBA, it always matters about markets, but in the NFL, again, and there's again, other reasons other than a salary cap. I don't want to say the salary cap is the magical thing that makes everything happen in the NFL to where there's parity. But it is a factor. And so you're able to have stars, you know, everywhere. And, and this is another thing the NFL does well is they can market their stars anywhere. The NBA can apparently only market their stars if they're in LA, New York, and whatnot. That seems to be the myth. So in my opinion, salary cap would be great for parity. Wouldn't be great for the players, but I think for fan enjoyment of the league, I think it would make the league, in terms of competitiveness and in terms of just enjoyability, it would be better. And it would deter tanking in kind of a roundabout way. It kind of sounds weird initially to say that, but think about it. If you're a team and you need to rebuild, you want to try and rebuild maybe quickly, well... You know, maybe you'll have a maybe a one bad year, but you can also pick up all these stars that are being cast off, really, you know, maybe really good player or maybe all-star level players. Like I said, the, the Warriors, if there was a salary cap, they'd have to let go of Andrew Wiggins, who was an all-star. Well, teams could pick up an Andrew Wiggins because the Warriors wouldn't be able to hold on to him, and that happened for a lot of other teams. And so you'd be able to rebuild quicker instead of having free agent classes that are full of, you know, basically nobodies. And then you'd also have, you know, it wouldn't be the same teams competing for the Stars. You know, when the Stars come out, they go to a select few big markets. But now, with the salary cap, those markets just may not have salary cap room for those Stars. So they'd be forced to pick a Utah or an Atlanta or somewhere else. Because those would be the teams that can offer them the most money. And that's what happens in the NFL. Teams chase not big markets, but they chase contract money because that's where the money usually is for them. So that's going to do it for us here on the full court press. We're going to hand it over to this week in the Mountain West. I'll be honest, I don't have a whole lot to say on the Mountain West matchup, but obviously they'll have plenty to say for this week in the Mountain West. And then at 545, Skyview pregame.